fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Tuesday, April 5th, 2016, and this is The Rock. Hey, I've been taking a little bit of a break, but I am back, and I'm glad to be here with you today. I think I probably took a little hiatus because I was so depressed. No, I'm just kidding, but maybe a little. With all this snow we've been getting in April, come on, this is not right. This is not right. In fact, it's weird. I went to a competition, a robotics competition my son was at, period. Oh, I dangled again. And, uh, <clears throat> And there was a major snowstorm there. This was, I don't know, uh, Saturday, last Saturday. Major snowstorm near Grand Rapids, Michigan. Three inches accumulation on the ground. And this is, I think, the day after. See, is that right? The day after, I had 60-some... No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, that was the day before we had 60-some degree temperatures, and it was absolutely beautiful. So this back and forth has just got to stop. Which brings me to my topic today. This back and forth has got to stop. So I'm listening to a, a very accomplished musician, Michael Gunger. And I haven't really listened to his stuff that much, but I remember him back in the day being involved with worship at Res Life up in Granville. And I'd see him on TV every once in a while. Well, you know, he's got his own thing going now. The band is called Gunger. And he's this very great player. Well, anyway, I was, um, my daughter's taking guitar and her guitar instructor said, hey, check out this particular YouTube video. So I was checking it out and I was looking at some of the, the comments. And man, don't look at the comments. Just, just don't. Uh, it's not important. You do not need to get pulled into the, you do not need to get pulled into the mire. And that's what it is. Why is it that I always like looking at what people's opinions are about a post of some sort or an article? It's almost like the article's less important than what people's thoughts about it are. And then you get into this big controversy and you get into this big argument and blah, 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 and it just messes up my day. I need to stop it. But it, it gives me good fodder to talk about stuff with you guys. So here, here goes. So somebody had commented about how Michael had gotten slammed, taken to task for some comments he made, and I don't even remember when it was, but it was, my wife tells me that it might have been a year or two ago, maybe, a while back. It wasn't fresh when I found out about it yesterday, but it's relevant nonetheless, and, uh, so he had made some comments about how, you know, someone was talking about this whole young earth thing. And I've talked about this recently and 
and giving you my opinions. Of course, I wasn't taken to task and thrown to the carpet by the big religious leaders of the day because I don't have a huge following like Mr. Michael Gunger does. But he had made a comment when asked about whether he believed in the young earth thing, you know, whether the days of creation were actual literal days and that the earth was actually literally only roughly like 6,000 years old. And, uh, and he did not, he did not necessarily agree with that young earth position. And he kind of, I think from, from what I remember, he had kind of steered the conversation toward Jesus Christ and how, you know, he didn't know about that kind of stuff and, you know, it could be this or it could be that, but let's focus on Jesus, which I think is a great way to go. But some literalists would have nothing of it and decided to slam. I'm not even going to tell you who they were, but they have a platform and they use it to... And what's sad, this is the thing that really irks me, it's almost like they're discrediting others in the body of Christ, even though they have a slightly different view. Now, they would take that the view of a literal six days of creation is important enough to slam a fellow Christian. Do you think that's right? I don't think that's right. And I was having a conversation with my wife yesterday, and I said, you know, this person who would want to slam somebody for having that different opinion, would they do that with somebody who's seeking to know about Christianity and seeking to know who Jesus Christ is? Are they going to be thrown to the carpet if they don't accept that the earth was formed in six literal days? Because that's the impression I get from some of these people. And if that's the case, their witness although I'm sure applauded by other literalist folks, doesn't do that person seeking to know Jesus Christ. It doesn't do them any good. In fact, it might turn them right off. I say it's not as important a piece of information. Now, they would argue, well, yes, but if you don't accept that literal six days creation, you have discredited the word of the Lord. And um, you know what? In their interpretation, I may have done that. But in my interpretation, I haven't. And I want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ the best I can. And uh, the point of this whole talk today, I guess, is there's too much confrontation. There's too much argumentationism. Too much. What's the purpose? It, it feels like to me the kind of situation that took place when Jesus scolded the Pharisees for complaining about the little minute things of the law and not having compassion and love and mercy in their heart. I gotta wonder if someone follows Jesus Christ but doesn't necessarily hold to the literal six days of creation if they are actually are they actually not following Christ not following the Lord God because they they don't 
adhere to that? I don't think so. I think that uh, someone who is wanting to serve the Lord is going to be operating in the, in the fruits of the Spirit and there will be fruit present. And I've seen people with fruit present even though they might have a slightly different view about some of the interpretation of Scripture. So let's not let that stand in the way of authentic brotherhood and sisterhood in the family. I think some of those things we can agree to disagree. Now maybe somebody would label me as just some form of a heretic. And, uh, you know, because I have some platform here and I'm telling you about this, that somehow I am corrupting you. And I take that seriously. I mean, I take my position seriously in the sense that I'm, I have an opportunity to talk with you right now. And the Bible says that I have a higher responsibility to make sure I don't mislead. But I believe that the fruit of the Spirit can be present even if I don't have all the answers. And you know what? Nobody has all the answers. So whoever is making those statements about heretical behaviors of others ought to be real careful. So anyway, I just had to get that off my chest. Now I can breathe better. So much better. The air is much more clearer now. It's nice seeing the sunshine. I can actually feel the warmth of the sun, even though the air is chill. Wow, I thought I had a bad barn. That one is toast. I got a barn to fix. Hey, my chicken coop's coming along pretty cool. I'll have some pictures to post up on the Facebook page. I think you might be a little bit impressed, if I say so myself. So we went to the robotics after-season party last night where we uh, witnessed our son getting a certificate for his involvement with the team and my daughter was there too and lo and behold she sounds like she might be interested in joining the team I didn't even consider that but that's a pretty cool idea if you're hearing about all this robotic stuff and you're wondering what are you talking about you need to go check out first robotics online there's a video there that will totally inject you with enthusiasm for that whole process once upon a time way back last year one of the earlier podcasts I did I did an interview with my son and it's up on SoundCloud you can check it out where we talk a little bit about robotics and what's involved I've been in a season of discovery a discovering who God made me to be really we ought to be doing that all the time we ought to be in that season of discovery all the time daily we should be discovering what the Lord is speaking to us and what he's called us to to be a part of if you're like me you're checking out books on how to hear from the Lord. You're checking out books and sermons and music that encourages you to find out what your calling is. I know for my wife and I, even for our kids, it's not always cut and dried what that is. 
And sometimes it's really frustrating. But I was reading another book about finding your true passion. This wasn't a Christian book. This was more of a business type thing. But there was a bit of wisdom in there. It talked about how you're not going to make a move unless you're frustrated. Hopefully your frustration level isn't to such a great extent that you're paralyzed and can't move. But there is an implied frustration you need to have in order to make a change. You have to be frustrated with how things are going, frustrated that you are not doing the thing that you're wanting to do. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen, but it's the impetus to move us. And then the, the other thing that was quite interesting was that they talked about, well, there are two fears. And you're going to be in one camp or the other. And it's not a necessarily a negative fear. One's a fear of failure, where you don't want to, you know, jump out of the boat, so to speak, to do the thing that you feel you should be doing because you're worried that you're going to fail at it. And we've already talked about that before, that failure is actually... um, Go. Very well done. I'm behind a driver who did the right thing. Flashing red, left turn, they stopped, and then they went. I realized that I don't normally do that. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, two fears. So one's a fear of failure. You don't want to attempt the thing that you think you should be doing because you're worried you're going to fail. And I've said in the past, failing is okay. It actually helps teach. And then the other fear is fear of insignificance, which is you decide you're not going to do the thing that you believe you should do so that you don't risk failure. But you do that too long, and then you worry that you will not have done the thing that you were really called to do. And that's the fear of insignificance. And which of the two fears is stronger will determine what you do. If you you follow the safe, cautious road, or if you um, follow the one that maybe is a little bit harder to see a consistent paycheck, for example. The book was all about finding your dream and then going for it. Some of us have a consistent dream. Our dream is our families and our, and the way that dream comes true is we do the nine to five. Some of us are very entrepreneurial and, and we fear that we'll be insignificant or, or our, our contribution to society would be wasted if we didn't jump out of the boat and do the thing that we feel like we're supposed to do. Well, here's my encouragement to you today that I believe that the Lord wants us to get out of our boat. I believe we're all to be like Peter. As long as we're trusting God, he's got our back. He's the one who calms the wind and the waves. 
He's the one who speaks to them and they obey. So your environment can obey the Lord. And we've also been given the Spirit of the Lord, and we've also been given authority of the Lord to operate as we're obediently walking this life of a believer. You've got God's permission. I was going to say you've got my permission, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just a, a brother to you. But you've got God's permission to speak to your mountain and move it. Move it, move it. You've got permission. And you've got authority. And you've got the power of the Holy Ghost inside of you as a believer believing in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You have that ability. You have that authority. So whatever it is that your dream is, and I'm still trying to figure mine out, so you know, it, we'll talk more about maybe how we find it out in the future. But if you've got a good understanding about what you want to do, and I kind of do, you got to believe. you got to believe that you've been called to do that thing. And I want to tell you, I hadn't considered this, but I just got it right now. If you've got a bent toward something, a personality type that's leading you a certain direction, I think that that it's not a mistake. And I think you need to do some research and look at how that might be able to be meeting your needs. You know, whether it creates income for you so that you can focus on that, whether maybe it won't be the income producer for you, but it's the thing that you need to spend some more time on, and it's the thing that you do separate from what generates income. But it fulfills you and makes the work that generates your income be more bearable because you're able to do this thing that's really your call. And then maybe something opens up and, and that becomes your full-time deal. But if you got something that you know is part of who you are and it's not part of your life in the way that you want it, what can it hurt to do some research on it? If you need to learn more about it, pray a lot about it. Ask the Lord about it, and then find a trusted believer and bounce the idea off that person. You, you never know. You know, iron sharpens iron, they say. You never know. The Lord might be speaking to them in the same way, and you bring up an issue like this, and they can confirm it, and something happens. I want you to believe for big things today. I want you to believe that those things that you really are wanting to do will meet your needs, whatever your needs happen to be. Can you believe that way? Let's do it. I'm in the same boat you are. We'll do it together, okay? You stand that word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you and know the God of creation knows your name, knows your situation, and planted dreams inside of you that he and he alone can fulfill. So keep trusting in Him, keep spending time with Him, and know that those dreams will come to fruition as you walk by faith. All right? And I will see you on the flip.